Acts chapter 22. Let's start with verse 3. This is Paul, and he is giving his testimony before a uh, council of judges um, because he was preaching the word of God, and they didn't like what he was saying, so they arrested him. Uh, and they're trying to kill him and trying to find out what to do with him. And Paul says, well, let me speak. Uh, and when he speaks, here's what he says. Acts chapter 2, he has everybody has legs. If you can just stand up for the reading of the word of God, if you can. Acts 22, uh, starting with verse 3. Y'all there? He's, oh, <laughs> we're going to wait. Acts chapter 22. We're going to start in verse 3. All right. Y'all ready? All right, here we go. It says, I am verily a man which am a Jew, born in Tarshish, a city of in Cilicia, yet brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, and taught according to the perfect man of the law of the fathers, and was zealous toward God as ye all are this day. Now, Gamaliel, Gamaliel, is his instructor that was his teacher this is paul's teacher he was like the guru of uh, jewish custom and tradition amen all right so he was so paul's letting them know now i've been taught by a very uh studious man very smart man i wasn't taught in the back corner somewhere i wasn't in under a basement i was taught by the best this is what he's saying um and i persecuted this way unto death meaning that the tradition that he was taught in he persecuted Christians because of this. All right. He said, I persecuted this way unto death, binding and delivering into prisons both men and women, as also the high priest doth bear me witness in all the estate of the elders, from whom I received letters unto the brethren and went to Damascus. He received letters from Christians. This is what he's saying. I received letters from Christians to find other Christians in Damascus. So he, the Christians told on the Christians. He said, here they are, Paul. Here's where they live at. And he was going to Damascus to get them, to arrest them. And it came to pass that I made my journey and it was come nigh unto Damascus about noon. Suddenly there shone from heaven a great light around about me. And I fell into the ground and I heard a voice singing to me, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And I answered, what, who art thou, Lord? And he said unto me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom thou persecutest. And they that were with me saw indeed the light and were afraid, but they heard not the voice of him that spake to me. They saw the light, but didn't hear the voice. Amen. And verse 10 says, and I said, what shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said unto me, Arise and go into Damascus, and there it shall be told thee of all things which are appointed for thee to do. All right, we're going to stop right there. Uh, look at your neighbor and just ask him a simple Ask him to say, Neighbor, say, where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? Look at somebody else and ask him. Say, where, where, are, you, where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? Let us pray. Father God, we just thank you for this time that we're about to share. We pray for your glory to continue to shine upon us. Continue to give us revelation, God, as you do what you do, what I cannot do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? 
Last month, we dealt with curses. We tackled curses for a month straight. And uh, God, I believe, and I not only believe, I'm assured that curses were broken. I'm assured that people's lives were changed. I'm, I'm confident and positive that the Lord God showed up in people's lives and broke the chains of oppression off of them. That's something you ought to be excited about. Don't y'all fall asleep on me now. Y'all ought to be shouting about that. Hallelujah. That we spent, we took a month and we dealt with the, dealt with the wiles of the devil, and we are now free to live curse free. But one thing Jesus says, Jesus says that uh, when a house is cleaned, when it's swept clean, meaning when someone gets delivered, the Bible lets us know. Jesus said it himself that the demons go about. They go about and then they, they, they go around and they come back to you. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that Jesus said that it, those that aren't filled. He said if you have swept your house clean but yet have not refilled your house. Not only are these demons coming back but they're coming seven more. Hallelujah. So it's important now that, that, that after we've got delivered, that after we have broken the curse, that now it's time for us to fill ourselves with something. Am I making sense in this room? We don't want the enemy to be able to come back and make himself comfortable in the same area that we've been delivered from. Am I talking to anybody in this room? So, so now there, there, is, there has to be something on our part. Hallelujah. The supernatural was last month. Now there has to be some practicality. Am I making sense in this room? That, that what I'm saying is that, that Jesus has already done his part. All right. So now it's our responsibility to walk in the ways that he has already set up. In, uh, in the book of Haggai, it tells us that we have to consider our ways. Consider our ways. So now it's time for us to sit back because we're no longer bound by the enemy. We're no longer bound by what our father did and what our mother did and what this person did and what, that, what happened at the last job and what happened at the last marriage and what, what happened with the last boyfriend. We were not there any longer. We're moved now. So now we have to take an honest look at ourselves. And we have to look at ourselves now. We can't blame the devil no more. We can't say it's our children anymore. We can't blame the last church anymore. Now we have to look at ourselves. What is it? What is it? We have to look at ourselves now. Now we have to consider our ways. Now we can't go back. We can't continue to talk the same way that we used to talk. No, no, not, not if you've been laying up this altar the last month and praying and praising God for deliverance. You can't go back to doing what you used to do. Hallelujah. You can't, you can't think the same way you used to. Am I making sense? You can't go the same places that you used to go. If, if there's going to be a difference, if you praise God and believe that God has done something in your life, then you're, there's got to be some evidence naturally. Oh, am I talking to somebody in this room? Oh, it's easy to sit back to say Jesus is going to do it. And we shout and cry and praise and all that and do all And then go back and do the same old very thing and say the enemy has a hold. But the devil is a lie. He no longer has a hold over you. My God. I wish I had somebody here that just knew what I was talking about. The devil has no more authority or power over you. So now you have to consider your own ways. And so now it's up to us, it's up to us to now to refill our temples with something that is going to, that's not going to coincide with what we used to be. Hallelujah. 
There's got to be a new lifestyle now. And, and he says, we got to fill the temple. And, and my God, this day and time, we filled the temple of God with so many things. Oh, God, we're we, we calling it God. We're saying it's God, but we filled this temple with so many different doctrines. We filled our temples with so many different ideologies and theologies and, and so many different things that, that we can't even tell now what's God and what's not God. What, what isn't God, people trying to say is God, and what, what is God, people trying to say is not God. We have filled the temple with a bunch of mess. And it has called confusion, but, but now is our responsibility to govern our own. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. This season, this time out, this telling what somebody else needs to do. Oh, God. It's time to stop complaining about somebody else all the time. In this next season, it's time to stop talking about what he did and what she did and what they continue to do. This season, it's time to look at us. It's time to consider our ways, how we think, what we keep doing, why, what we keep looking like, what, why we keep inviting certain things to come in our life. It's time to look at us because the enemy is going to come back and try to take residence in that area that God delivered you from unless you have it filled. I wish I was talking to some folk in here that, was, that knew you was filled, sealed, and delivered, that the enemy has no more place. You got to tell that devil that you've got no more place in that area. No, you can't come back. I, it's not that I'm not lonely anymore. It's that you can't manipulate that area. You're not going to talk to me. It's not that I'm not broke anymore. It's just that you're not going to manipulate me in that area. Uh, it's not that I'm not going to get mad again, but you're not going to take control and manipulate me. And, am I talking to anybody in this room? The manipulation is over. Even if the circumstance hasn't changed, you ain't going to talk to me in this room. Even if the circumstance doesn't change, you've got to change. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking to somebody in this room. Even if you still got to go ahead and parent by yourself, no matter what the baby daddy do and don't do. But you got to change now. He going to be who he going to be. But you got to be what you got to be. By talking to somebody in this room. It's time to change your perspective. It's time to change your way of thinking. It's time to change your way of living. It's time to change how you perceive things. It's a change that needs to take place. My God. And this is the season where God is saying, I've taken every, every, uh, uh, all the guilt away from you. I've removed all the constraints off you. I've removed all the chains off you. I've removed everything that was binding you. And now you are free. Oh, you ain't going to talk to me in this room. You are free to praise him. When you, you ain't got to make no more excuses anymore for how you praise God. Because, baby, you don't know what I've been through. And if you just had a glimpse of what I was going through mentally, when you see me running and jumping and shouting, you wouldn't think I was crazy. You would join with me. Somebody shout, I'm free. I'm free now to praise him. I'm free. I'm free to move on now. I'm free to go ahead and get that job. I'm free now to get married. I'm free now to change my, my thing. I'm free. There's nothing holding me anymore. I'm free now. No more excuses. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk to me. Oh, my God. No more he did. I can't do it because he did and I'm just, and she, I'm just loving so much. I can't do this. And that. No more of that. Got sick of tired of excuses. He said, I've already freed you. And whom the son is set free. My God, I feel him right there. He said, it's free indeed. You've got to believe it in your spirit. 
Even when people treat you like you used to be. You ain't going to talk to me in here. I didn't say your boys was going to stop calling you. I didn't say them booty calls were going to stop. I said you're going to change your perspective. My, my, my shot. We thank you, Jesus. I didn't, I didn't say the scenario was going to change, but you've got to change. <laughs> thank you, Holy Ghost. And that's what we're in now. We're in a season of change. You ain't going to talk to me in this room. That's why you can't judge me what I did to you last month. Ah, you, you can't look at me according to what I did two months ago because I'm, I'm going another direction now. I'm not talking to somebody in this room. Glory be to the Lamb of God. So, 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 so now we have to say now that it's our responsibility to fill ourselves so that when this devil comes back, he's going to come back searching. The Bible says that the enemy goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he made devour. Notice the scripture never says he finds him. <laughs> the Bible says he looks for him, but he never said he find him because the reason why the enemy can't find you is because I'm under the shadow. You ain't going to talk to me. In I'm abiding under the shadow of the almighty. Oh my God. The word declares that they that dwell in that what secret place. Do I got anybody that's in a secret place right now? That's why that sickness couldn't latch on like it wanted to because it couldn't find you. That's why that last situation, the enemy came snooping around trying to find where you was. And he got confused uh, because you are in that secret place. Somebody shout, hide me in your tabernacle. My God, I'm hitting, I'm hitting. That's why they can't find me. That's why they got, a, they got a search warrant out for me. They got a warrant out for me. They can't find me because I'm hitting. Do I got anybody in this room that's been hitting? Oh, Jesus. Glory be to God. I'm hitting, I'm hitting, I'm hitting, I'm hitting. The, the enemy's coming back, but he's not going to find the room. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna try to come back. He's gonna try to get me to think the same way again. He's gonna try to get me, to, but he's not gonna find the room because I got something filled there. There's something in that place. Am I talking to somebody in this room? Oh, I, I, I'm not empty. I, I've been empty, but I'm not empty. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me in here. Yeah, I had to purge some things, but but I'm not empty. I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, something that's empty. It has no purpose to it, my God. But I got something inside of me now. I got something that's taking over that area. I've got something that's filling up and dwelling up inside of me. So excuse me if I cry and don't got no reason. Excuse me if I shout and ain't no music. Excuse me if I don't get mad when you did what you used to do that made me mad before. Excuse me. If I don't act like I used to act, oh my God, because there's something. Y'all ain't feeling this. Oh my Jesus, I'm about to explode in this place. There's, some, there's something, there's something working. Sometimes you can't even put it into words. You just feel it in the midnight hour and just lift your hands up in your sleep and begin. God, God, I thank you. You wake up praying and you everybody don't do that, so all y'all can't shout about that. But sometimes you just wake up praying and wake up praising and don't know what's going on. But all you're doing is just saying the enemy was trying to find you, my God. But he couldn't because I'm hidden. Whoo, Jesus. Whoo. I'm hitting, I'm hitting, I'm hitting, I'm hitting. Come on, slap your neighbor, high five, tell him I'm hitting, baby. I'm, drugs can't find me no more. Oh, I'm hitting. I'm, fornication can't find me no more. I'm hitting. Tell Jimmy Walker he can't find me no more. I'm hitting. Come on, somebody. I'm hitting. It's a drug man can't find me no more. He might as well lose my number because I'm hitting. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. So, so. He, he, we had this, this, this feeling and what we are 
filled with his purpose. Purpose in us. If after you have been emptied and purged, if you don't fill yourself with purpose. Oh, I'm talking to somebody in here. See, because it's time out to keep saying, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do I'm, I'm going to do I'm going to do it and never get it done. This purpose, in, you ain't going to talk to me here. And see, see, the difference between this season and last season, last season you had some generational curses that were keeping you back. <laughs> so, so it wasn't that there wasn't purpose, but the purpose was, 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 was pressed down. The purpose was held back. The purpose wasn't free. But my God, the chains are off me now. My God, what my mama and daddy did no longer belongs to me. I, I don't own up to that no more. What I used to do is not bothering me. It's not bound by me. So now I'm nothing but purpose. So if I'm talking to somebody, if you want to move anytime to go back to school or to start your business or do whatever it is that God purposed you to do, you better do it this season while you still got some mind, while you still got your mind in the right place. You are filled with purpose. My God. And, 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 and one thing that I'm, I'm learning, one thing I'm learning, and glory be to God, one thing I'm learning is that, is that, is that purpose, we've been preaching purpose for so long. And, and people got books out about purpose. And, and, and I said, wow, there's so much purpose. But yet there's so much people, so many people being lost. It's it filled with purpose. And we're trying to yell at people and, and trying to get them to understand, look, you are better than this. You, you don't have to live like this. You don't have to act like this. You and it seems like folks just don't, don't, don't want to yield to the purpose. But, 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 but in all that purpose, you know, the question is, where are you going? With this, all this Holy Ghost anointing, all this purpose inside of you, all these gifts and talents, but where are you going with this? You're not going to talk to me here. You ever been in something and, and you were just in it because it was comfortable, huh? but, but you really had to step back and ask yourself, where am I going with this? The job paid your bills, but it really couldn't get, it didn't get you further. It just, it just kept you uh, complacent. You ain't going to talk to me in this room. And because we were complacent, we had a certain level of happiness, but yet frustrated. Am I talking to anybody here ever been like that? And, and, and sometimes you got to sit back and all the, and where am I going? Where am I going? I, you know, I, I'm running at this church and running at that conference and been anointed by this person and been laid hands on by, prophesied over and over again and just waiting and just, and, and, and sometimes you just got to take a step back and say, well, where am I going with, with, all, with all of this? It's not that I'm not, doesn't have, don't have, am I making sense to anybody? It's not that the purpose is not, but where am I going with this? Am I talking to somebody in this room that ever been there? Some of us have been in some good, some relationships. We, we love the companionship. The, the, the conversation was good. The sex was good. But, but where? Oh, y'all got quiet on me. Huh? Where are we going? You ain't going to talk to me. Where are we going with this? Am I going to continue to keep living my life aimlessly with all this purpose inside of me, knowing that it's driving me to do something? But where? Am I talking to anybody in this room? Have you ever been a place in your life where you had to take an honest look and say, where am I going with this? Ooh, Jesus. I got something. I know that. Yeah. I'm carrying something. I know that. I know. There's something more for me. That I understand all of that. I know I'm anointed. I know what the word says about me. But where am I going? Y'all ain't going to talk to me. With this. 
Because what's happening is, is that we got so many people with purpose, but no direction. Uh, that's what I'm preaching about today. I'm not going to preach about purpose because we got that, but I want to preach to you about direction. Because we got so much purpose, but we ain't going nowhere. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk to me in here. We, we got so much purpose and keep talking about things we want to do. I want to be there. And they sound good when they come out your mouth. They sound good to the people you're talking to. They sound good to your family. But then nothing happens. Because you have no direction. I'm not talking to somebody in this room. Ooh, Jesus. So, so this season in our lives, we, we got to understand, if you got the Holy Ghost, you got purpose living inside of you. Huh? The Bible says no good thing will he withhold to them that, that walk uprightly. So there's a promise that whatever God has placed inside me to do uh, uh, that's going to happen, he ain't going to talk to me. It, it, that's not what we're debating. We're not arguing if God's going to do it. <laughs> we're not arguing when God's going to do it. We're not, we're not going to arguing. We're not, we're not trying to argue, argue the point of where God is going to do it. But, but what we have to look at is where am I going? With all of this. And, and, and so we have here, just give you a little background of our scripture. We have here, we have here Paul. Paul, like I said, went to the house of Philip in verse tw in chapter 21, and, and, and a prophet showed up. And, and the prophet looked at him and said, He said, I see uh, you being bound. He said, I see you being carried away, I'm paraphrasing, and changed. I, he, what he was seeing, what God showed this prophet, he showed him Paul's arrest. And, and, and so he didn't come prophesying nothing good. Amen. This, this, was, this, this was something that, that, that was not a good prophecy, so to speak. Amen. And, and so the people started getting worried and Philip's out. And Paul said, what do you think I want to do, run? Paul said, you think I'm going to not let this happen? He, he, Paul had the mindset, listen, he had the mindset that whatever binds me is only going to bind me for the glory of God. Oh, you ain't going to talk to me. Now, I'm talking about after your deliverance, amen. I'm talking about post-deliverance. I ain't talking about you. But whatever binds you now, God is just using this. Y'all, y'all missing it already. He, he's just using this situation to, to get the glory out of your life. My God. It's, you already got, he can't, God cannot afford to lose you in this season. Oh, you ain't talk. He's invested too much time in you. He's invested too much uh, 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 purpose inside of you. You got the Holy Spirit inside. There's too much of him in you for him to let you stay there. All right, all right, all right. This is a rough crowd tonight. Amen. That's why the Bible says that he will not deny himself. Because when Christ looks at us, he don't see us, he don't see Jimmy, he don't see Johnny, he sees himself. And he said, I got to bring them out because I'm not bringing them out, I'm actually bringing me out. You're not going to talk to me in here. Because of the God that lives inside of me, because I'm made in his image and his likeness, what God is doing is he's bringing himself out of me. Y'all just missed that in here. Everything that he's pulling, everything that he's digging, everything that he's cutting, he's only trying to get himself more so out of you. My God. I'm about to tell you, he's doing a surgery. I'm not talking to somebody in this room. He, he, he's cutting like he's precise about it. He, he, he's very specific in what he allows you to get involved in. He's very specific about the trials that you go. Your trials are pointed. They're going somewhere. They are for a purpose. I'm talking to somebody in here. He's a craftsman, the Bible, as Paul calls him. We are the workmanship. He, the, Jeremiah calls him a potter, and we are the clay on the wheel. And so what he's doing is he's cutting.
whatever he needs to cut. He's tearing whatever he needs to tear. He's pulling whatever he needs to pull because he needs himself to be manifested in us. Oh, my God. Somebody shout, it's the God in me. It's the, it's the, it's the God. I'm not a Mary Mary fan, but that song got some purpose to it. it it's the God. Somebody shout, it's the God in me. It, it, that's, that's, what, that's what this whole thing is about. It's about the God in me. It ain't about you. It ain't about this. It ain't about that. It's about the God in me. And God is trying to get out of me. So in order for him to come out of me, he's got to kill me. Oh, my Lord. This touch five people and tell them God's trying to kill me. He's trying to kill me. He's trying. The prophet was already set, already sent. He's trying to kill me. That's what he's doing. Yeah, that's why it hurts so bad. That's why it's so painful. That's why it's so stressful. Because he's trying to kill you. Because he knows if he can kill you and get you dead, meaning you drop your own theology, you drop your own understanding, you drop your own dream, trying to make a way out of no way. If you die, he knows that he can now live inside of you. You, oh my God. Two people can't live in the same body. Y'all ain't going to talk to me in this room. But he says somebody's got to die. So when you die in the flesh, you're actually coming alive in the spirit. Is there anybody in this room that died in the flesh? I don't do what I used to do. I don't think the way I used to think. I don't act the way I used to act. But even though I'm dying and dead, there's something living in me. Somebody shout yes. So he's trying to kill. He's trying to kill you. And, and so he had a purpose for Paul's change. Chains. There's a purpose for your chains. Hallelujah. There's a purpose. There's a purpose for your chains. You understand that? There's a purpose. There's a purpose. We, we don't like being bound by anything. We don't like going through nothing. So we're always praying, God, get me out of it. Get me out. But there's a pur- touch and say there's a purpose. Sometimes you got to stay in prison for a while. You got to stay. stay. Sometimes prison is the best thing that could ever happen to you. Being alone is the best thing that could ever happen to you. Sometimes being, sometimes God just working on you and nobody else is the best. Sometimes it's best that your parents don't like you. Sometimes it's best that you're not liked by everybody. Sometimes it's best that they fire you. Sometimes it's best. Am I making sense to anybody's room? Because God is saying you're changed have a purpose whoo my god it's best it don't always feel good but it's best it's best because God knows what he's doing and so Paul did not listen notice that after he got the prophecy that he was going to be arrested glory be to God he didn't stop ministering in fact he went to the very city that he knew he was going to get arrested in y'all ain't going to talk to me in this room too many times we don't do what God called us to do out of fear Oh, Lord, huh? because we've been through so much, we don't want to go through nothing else again. But I've stopped by here to tell you, there's a difference between a hellfire and a trying fire. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. There's a difference between a hellfire and a trying fire. A hellfire will kill you, but a trying fire will refine you. Oh my God, a trial fire, well, you end up coming out like gold. Am I talking to somebody in this room? See, a hellfire will try to kill you, but but when you come out of that fire like the three three Hebrew boys, you'll come out of the fire with a revelation because you're not in the fire by yourself. The Bible says that when Nebuchadnezzar put them in the, put the three Hebrew boys in a fire, that he looked and said, I see a fourth one. 
Y'all ain't gonna talk to me in this room. That, that's the reason why you didn't die in that last situation. Because the person that was assigned to kill you saw that there was somebody with you. Someone slap your neighbor high five time. I'm not in this thing by myself. There's somebody in the fire with me. And the Bible says that it looks like the Son of God. He's only burning away what he don't need. But when I come out of the fire, everything that I should have been, everything that I could have been, I will be. Somebody shout a yes. Shout a yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I feel the spirit of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paul goes... My God, thank you. Into Jerusalem, knowing what the fate was going to be. My God, my God. But, but, but he wouldn't allow the danger of his assignment. Oh, you ain't going to talk to me. There's a danger to your assignment. Everybody here that's assigned to something, there's some danger involved in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's not giving you an assignment for you to be all, be all happy and dandy all the time. No, there's a danger for your assignment. My God. So, so even though he realized the danger of his assignment, he still went. I'm talking to somebody in this room. See, see, you have to understand that if there was no danger to your assignment, then you will never know God to be the Jehovah Jireh. If, 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 you, if you did not have some danger to your assignment, then you would have stopped praying a long time ago. If there was no danger in your assignment, uh, then you would not be as humble as you are now. You ain't going to talk to me in here. But after your assignment has taken you through some things, Am I talking to anybody in this room? That your assignment, I'm not saying the enemy took me through, but being assigned to this job took me through some things. Because my assignment took me through some things. I'm a lot more patient. I'm a, I'm a lot more humble. Am I making sense to anybody? I, I, I understand some things a little bit more. Now, if you'd have caught me sometime last year before my danger came, I might not have been so sensitive to your situation. But because of the danger that goes along with the assignment, whew. So, so there's a danger to Paul's assignment. So, so Paul goes anyway, and sure enough, he, can, he starts preaching. And, 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 you know, the Jews mad at him because now he's trying to preach Gentile without circumcision. And, and you know, so now you're going to be saved without being circumcised, and that was a big issue and all that. So, so now the, he, he caused so many men got saved and caused such a, a problem because there was a praise in the city. You ain't going to talk to me in this room. There was such a praise in the city that the folk of the city called it a tumult. Amen. They, they call it a problem. This, this is a disturbance. Y'all missing this. There ought to be a praise resonating out of you that it disturbs your city officials. You ain't going to talk to me in here. Okay, I'll give you the testimony. Yeah, there was a praise coming out of here because they said they didn't want no more churches in Pleasantville. There was a praise coming out of here that, that changed the heart of the city officials simply because they said they didn't want any more churches in Pleasantville, but we didn't let the danger of the assignment stop us from doing what God purposed us to do. I wish I was talking to somebody in here. Don't you understand that when you are in your purpose, it doesn't make a difference what happened to the last church. It doesn't make a difference what happened to the last person. When you are on your assignment, God will make a way out of no way. I guess I ain't talking to nobody in here that ever been through that. Has God ever performed a miracle right before your eyes and know you didn't deserve it? Know that the last person got sent to jail. Know that the last person ended up getting divorced. Knowing that the last person ended up getting fired. But there was something about you 
that made it through. Is there anybody in here that been like that? That I looked, but I looked at their situation. I realized I shouldn't have came out with my hands up. But since I did, I'm not worrying about what could have been. But I'm praising God for what is. And he is my way. He is my joy. He is my strength. He is my salvation. Is there anybody in here that's a witness that whatever you need God to be, he is. Shout and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Somebody slap your neighbor and tell him I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. There's nothing holding me any longer. I'm free. The gates of hell won't prevail against me. I'm free. What the enemy meant for evil, God turned around for my good. I'm free. So, so he's, he's here. They arrest him. Oh my God. And everybody, you know, when you get arrested, everybody talking to police. Well, I don't know if y'all been arrested. I've never been arrested, but, but you have been at a, at a scene when somebody get arrested, whole lot, everybody talking. Everybody talking. The cops talking to their neighbors, talking to the cops. Everybody talking. And, and you ever been to the point that you just wish somebody would let you say something? Can, if I, maybe if I can just explain what's going on. <laughs> but man, maybe they just let me talk and let me explain what, what really what had happened was. You, you know, man. <laughs> man and, they, and, and so Paul and all the, all the clamor that was going on talk, Paul says, wait a minute, let me say something. And when Paul began to talk, he did not uh, come against the people. He didn't cuss them out. He didn't start telling on other folks that was preaching with him. Oh, y'all missed that there. Uh, you ain't rest him. He was right there with me. He was right next to me pray, praying in the Holy Ghost. No, no, he didn't do that. When he began to talk, he began to tell his testimony. And his testimony was that he was filled with purpose. He was raised and taught by the most, by, the, by the, one of the smartest Jews that ever lived in the Bible times. And he was saying that I know the law inside and out. So the thing that you're, you're trying to persecute me for, for disrespecting and disobeying the law, but you have to understand, I know the law better than you do. Y'all missing this, y'all missing And so, so, so he says, he says, wait a minute. He said, I want you to understand something now. I was taught, and then he says, but let me tell you what happened, because I was filled with purpose, but I was heading in the wrong direction. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. Anybody ever been like that before? Huh? See, that's because you're getting some things don't mean there's no purpose in you. You got purpose, but sometimes you're just in the wrong direction. And so when he began to tell his testimony, he says, he says, he says, I was killing these people that I'm saving now. Y'all gonna miss this. He said, the folks that, 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 you, that, that we arguing about, the folks that you saying that I'm letting in illegally, I was trying to kill them just like you. He said, I was going into the houses and, and I was taking not just men. Paul was ruthless. He said, I was taking women too. He said, he said and then I, I even threatened some Christians to come and tell me where some other Christians were. And then they were so afraid of me that they gave me not only the names but the addresses. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. And I was on my way to Damascus with my own agenda. I was still filled with the purpose of God, but I had my own agenda. 
is anybody in this room that knows you're filled with purpose uh, but every now and again uh, you fall into your own agenda and Paul says that I, that I, I was doing alright and, and I was on my horse and, and I was heading in the wrong direction and he says at 12 noon he said a bright light shone now this is significant because at 12 noon the sun is at its brightest but when he said that the light that was shown did not come from the sun and in fact Jesus showed up on the scene and he said that Jesus was so bright that even though it was 12 noon he was shining brighter than the sun I stopped by here to tell you you haven't seen a sunny day until you allow the Lord to come into your life is there anybody in here that knows what I'm talking about I thought the day was a good day but when I let Jesus in my life I realized all my days whether the sun was shining or not was a good day even whether I was in pain or not was a good day whether I had money or not it was a good day does anybody have the testimony that when I let the Lord in all my bad good days outweighed my bad days so when something came up that I didn't like I didn't complain about it I just remembered the brightness of his glory so, so, so then he, he goes on, he keeps talking. He says, he says, he said, the light knocked me off my horse. Hallelujah. He said, and, and then he said, it blinded me. And then he says, after that, he says, but then a voice came out and spoke to me. And he said, Paul, he says, why do thou persecutest me? He called him by name. And what he did was he let Saul know that it's not the Christians that you're persecuting. Y'all y'all gonna miss this. He let Saul know that it's not the pastor you're talking about. He let God know, let, let Paul know that it's not the apostles that you're coming against. He let Saul know that it's not the prophets that you're killing. He says, but you're persecuting me because you're destroying the people that represent my name. Don't you know anything? hear uh, that God shut a mouth of an enemy uh, that was trying to kill you uh, he was on his way to your house uh, but God stepped in uh, and said you're not killing him uh, but you're trying to kill me uh, you didn't know about it uh, God didn't show you who it was uh, but you need to just give him praise uh, for the unseen danger uh, that God kept you from uh, is there anybody in here that knows that it was nothing but the grace of God that kept your life when you should have died that brought you back when you should have stayed that kept your mind straight when you should have lost it somebody give him a praise it was nobody but Jesus nobody but the Lord nobody but the Savior nobody but the Holy Ghost don't just sit there give him some thanks give him some praise now I want you, I want you to understand something that, the, that, that, that when you have purpose and in going into the wrong direction you'll always end up killing somebody 
If you have purpose and no direction, you'll end up trying, uh, you'll end up uh, def, de, uh, 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 defiling somebody's temple that you should be able to minister to. You said stay there. You can't save the person you're trying to sleep with. They just don't mix. It will fornicate, amen, or, or adultery, whatever you want to call it, whatever one it is. You, you, you see, God needs to be able to use us anytime, anywhere, without pollution. Am I making sense in this room? And God says that, that, that anytime you got purpose in the wrong direction, you'll use the gifts of God. Oh my God, you're not going to talk. Because the only reason you're as smooth as you are is because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The only reason why people are drawn to you is not because you're that cute, but it's the power of God that's inside of you. The only reason why you're able to do the things that you do is not because you're so gifted, but it's the anointing of God in you. So you got to be careful about polluting the anointing my God preacher in this place the anointing that God put inside of you before the foundations of the world touch your neighbor and say don't pollute what he gave you but what he gave you is going to draw what he promised you I said what he gave you let me talk over here what he gave you is going to draw what he promised you you ain't got to try to find nobody God said I'll draw them to you Seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God uh, and all of his righteousness. Uh, then all of these things uh, shall be added unto you. Uh, is there anybody in here witness uh, that when you let go and let God, uh, things started happening? Uh, when you let go and let God, uh, things started changing? Uh, what I thought wouldn't happen uh, end up happening. Uh, Somebody give him a praise. I said, give him a praise. Let me finish up here because y'all getting tired of me. So the Bible says here, listen, he says, he says, and he says, now there were some men with him. My God. And he said, they, they indeed saw the light. Oh, y'all missed it. See, sometimes we're so, we're so worried about people seeing God. Seeing God don't mean nothing. You ain't gonna talk to me here. How many people saw Jesus in, in the Bible days but yet still crucified him? Seeing God ain't getting us nowhere. <laughs> and, and so we're so concerned about somebody seeing something. But the Bible says these men were with Saul and saw the light but didn't hear the voice. What that means is that when you're heading in the wrong direction, sometimes you, you're gonna be with people. <laughs> that's going to see your light but ain't going to hear nothing that God's saying oh you, you're, going, you're missing this in here that's why you got to move out the oh my god if you really trying to be born again I feel him in this place you got to move out the way and you got to let God arise and you got to let every enemy be scattered touch your neighbor and say get out the way if God's going to save him, you got to move. If God's going to bring him out, you got to move. If God's going to do it, you got to get out the way. You got to stop having your mouth on it. You got to stop telling your opinion about it. You got to let go and let God. Is there anybody in here that's ready to let God handle it? So these men, they saw the light. <laughs> But they didn't hear the voice. So, so we have to understand now that one thing when Paul left her, he had to depart. 
from the people that was connected to him because of his purpose but lack of direction. Because see, when you're going in the wrong direction, you start picking up folks that's also headed. Filled with purpose. I ain't taking nothing from them. They're the best at what they do. They're filled with purpose. But going in the... And, and, and we have to understand, we can't be unevenly yoked. Let me give you this scenario. The yoke, we have to understand, they yoked two. Sometimes it was more, normally an ox and a mule together. You know, they, 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 they yoked them up together. And, and of course, one was stronger than the other. Amen. So, so even though they was trying to get them to work in one direction, they were yoked under the same thing. You know, they were supposed to work together, but they kept, one kept pulling the other, the weaker one, in the wrong direction. And, and we have to understand that when we, are, when we have the purpose of God on our lives, but going in the wrong direction, we're going to end up being pulled. I didn't say we were going to pull. Uh, when you're heading in the wrong direction, you're heading in the direction that somebody is pulling you. I'm not talking to somebody in this room. But you got to have enough Holy Spirit inside of you to know when it's time to depart from some things. Now, Paul says, he says one thing. He said, I'm not saying that I've apprehended. He said, I'm not coming to you in judgment. He says, but one thing that I know, he says, I'm leaving those things which are behind me. He says, and I'm reaching for those things which are ahead of me. And when he says, I'm pressing towards the mark of the prize of the high calling. The calling on your life is not something that's small. The calling on your life is not something that's invaluable. The calling on your life costs somebody his life the calling on your life is a high calling and if you're going to get what God wants you to have you're going to have to reach for it it's not going to be at your disposal it's not going to be right in front of you but God says you're going to have to by faith stretch is there anybody in this room that can see what it is that God wants you to do but it seems like you can't get a hold of it well, I come by with some good news. The Bible says that they wait on the Lord and be of good courage, for he will strengthen thy heart. The Bible says to lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up the everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. The Bible says uh, that thy help, uh, he said, comes from the Lord. Uh, the Bible says uh, that everything that you need uh, is in God himself. Uh, so I dare you right now uh, to get in position. Uh, I dare you right now. Uh, you've got the purpose of God. Uh, but go in the direction that God is telling you to go. Uh, you've got the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Uh, but it's time to redirect yourself. Is there anybody in here that's ready to reposition yourself? God put me in the path of righteousness. Not that I get the glory, but put me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Anoint my head with oil. Let my cup run over. And I make a promise that I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Can't nobody convince me to stay home. Can't nobody stop me from praising God. Because I made a promise that if God would anoint me, if God would lead me through the valley, that I would dwell in the house forever. Touch your neighbor, tell him I ain't going nowhere. I'm here to stay. 
You might as well get used to me shouting all over you. You might as well get used to me speaking in tongues. You might as well get used to me speaking to you. Because I ain't moving nowhere. I'm dwelling in the house. Somebody shout a yes. Give him a praise, Zion. Open up your mouth. Give him some praise. Yes. <laughs>